All right, we're talking about Bill 15 in the province of Alberta. If you're just joining us, essentially it's a proposal, it's a bill that's been tabled by the Alberta government that would take the disciplinary process for teachers in Alberta out of the hands of the Alberta Teachers Association, the union that represents teachers. The province saying that doesn't make sense, doesn't happen anywhere else in the country, it needs to be given to an independent commissioner. So that's that's essentially the bottom line of this change. Um, We just heard from Minister LaGrange. Now let's hear from the other side of the aisle. We're going to chat with Sarah Hoffman, the education critic for the NDP. Uh, Ms. Hoffman, thanks so much for joining us today. Appreciate your time. I'm happy to be here, Shay. Thanks for having me. Bill 15, uh, it's it's been tabled. It's not legislation yet. Um, I I read through your statement that you put out in response to the bill uh, back on March 31st, and Mm -hmm. you had a lot to say about the UCP, had a lot to say about their treatment of teachers and education and curriculum and all the rest, but I didn't hear anything in your statement about Bill 15 itself. Do you have specific concerns about Bill 15? Do you see it as a problem? Yeah, I think that number one thing I want to highlight is that the timing of this and the motives behind it, clearly this isn't about discipline or safety. This is about harassment and pushing back against teachers who've been speaking up about education cuts and their concerns with the curriculum. The minister in the lead up to all of this said she wanted to treat teachers like other professionals in Alberta and no other teacher or professional in Alberta would have um, their ability to practice determined solely by the minister. That is uh, ludicrous. It's disrespectful. Well, they certainly wouldn't have their ability to practice determined by the union that represents them either. So let's look at the Law Society. That's a fair point. The, the Law Society is an elected body of lawyers that help govern their profession. The College of Physicians and Surgeons has a mix of public appointees and appointees from uh, actual physicians and surgeons who are chosen by their peers. Imagine if Tyler Shandro's Law Society complaint, which he's awaiting a hearing for, um, was determined by Tyler Shandro. This is what's happening is the minister, instead of having an arm's length body that she says, is, is picking an employee who reports to her to determine if teachers should be a part of the profession or not. And I, I have to say, I think that uh, government should be the sole and trusted with making determinations about uh, any type of ability to continue in their profession. Okay, you're breaking up a little bit there, but I think we got most of what you were saying. So let's pull these apart because I think, you know, the conflict of interest, it's interesting because the allegations go both ways. Uh, the perception of conflict of interest. Um, first of all, do you, do you think that there could be a perception of conflict of interest going from the way we do it now, where you have the union representing teachers and advocating and, you know, being part of this fight, fighting themselves in essence when it comes to the disciplinary process. Do you do you agree there could be a perception of conflict of interest on that side of the argument? You know, I, I think if she actually wanted to get rid of any concerns about conflict of interest, she would move to a more independent body, not somebody who's appointed. Fair by enough, her but I'm, I'm saying, do you agree her. that there needs to be a change because of a potential conflict of interest with what's happening there? Let's just deal with that first, and then we can talk about what a, a better process might be. You know, I think that there's a bunch of different models across the country. Saskatchewan, for example, has five teachers and one government appointee. So if you want somebody from government, you can look at other models. Yes, yes. but again, the question, the process that we have now, do you believe that there could be a perception of conflict of interest with the union representing the teachers in these disciplinary proceedings? A perception, uh, sure. I think there's also a very uh, likely conflict uh, with what's being proposed under the new legislation. Fair enough. Okay, 
when we take a look at some of the, I mean, the, the, the whole impetus for this, according to the minister, was the case in Calgary, and I'm sure you're aware of this, where uh, the ATA failed to inform police about a Calgary teacher who pleaded guilty to unprofessional conduct charges in this disciplinary process. Um, the ATA says, well, we don't, we don't have to do that. We don't have an obligation to report criminal activity to police. Surely you would agree that any kind of process where criminal activity uncovered by the ATA doesn't have to be reported to police needs some kind of tweaking somewhere. Well, and the part that the minister doesn't highlight is that they informed the minister. They let the government know, and the government didn't contact police either. So I'm fine with having conversations about whose responsibility it is, but for the government to put sole responsibility on the ATA when the government itself didn't notify police, I think is uh, the height of uh, disrespect to the process and to the truth. So I think it's important that nobody wants a teacher who is unfit to be in the profession, yeah. who harms children to be a part of, uh, of teaching. Uh, nobody in the ATA, and I hope nobody in the government. But the government didn't contact the police either. Um, when we talk about how the different groups feel, I mean, there's a lot of support on the government website, you know, from groups such as the Association of Public Charter Schools, the College of School Superintendents, um, Alberta Sexual Assault Services. Um, is, is there a better process? Is, can we at least have a conversation? I, I understand you don't like the process the way that it's been outlined in this bill, but um, is there a way that we could improve upon the way that we're doing things? I think that what's being proposed, thanks for, for saying that, is a, absolutely a move in the wrong direction. I think this is the least trusted government uh, when it comes to public education that, in, as long as I've been alive. So moving more responsibility onto the minister when uh, the minister can't be trusted with funding, can't be trusted to build new schools, can't be trusted uh, to, to leave teachers' pensions alone, can't be trusted to give supports to special this is a move in the absolute wrong direction. If the minister wanted to do what she uh, said she was going to do and have an actual independent process like uh, the one for lawyers or the one for doctors, I think we could have a real conversation about this. But clearly this isn't about discipline. This is about harassing teachers. Well, I just had the minister on who said, you know, I mean, this, the system doesn't change in terms of the minister is in the ultimate position now where, I mean, you could say the same thing where, you know, it, it's a political decision based on the minister because ultimately she can overrule the ATA disciplinary process. All the cases still come to whoever the minister may be um, and always have. So that that part of it doesn't actually change. The, the changes, though, is that makes the decisions. Right. And it will be an employee... The minister's going to choose who the individual will to be trusted to make recommendations to her. And I don't think we can trust her to um, uh, have an employee uh, act in a better interest for Albertans than we could an independent college or the ATA. So to sum up, your, 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 your primary concern is that there's just not a level of the relationship with education in this province and the trust that the minister has with education in this province doesn't give us the, the, the footing to move forward with something like this um, with open hearts and open minds. Yeah, I think that this over and over again, that they can't be education. Okay, uh, Minister, you're, or not Minister, uh, uh, Ms. Hoffman, thanks so much for joining us. You're breaking up a bit, but I do appreciate your time. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, I think she's... Okay. Oh, sorry, I think we almost completely lost her there. Yeah, phone line was breaking up. Okay, so there's both sides of this argument. 